Welcome to the Mary's Cup of Tea podcast. I'm your host, Mary Jolkowski. I'm an author, speaker, and all-around self-love advocate. And this is the podcast that'll inspire you to love yourself. Hello, my self-lovers. I feel like it's been a while since I've done a solo episode, and I'm so excited to give you this summer body pep talk, especially since... Right now, we're headed into not only summer, but also what I think is going to be a litty titty summer. I think post-pandemic, lots of people are exploring, traveling, partying, doing things with people. And as exciting as that is, I'm wondering if it's bringing up any body image concerns for you. Or if you've had any moments of, oh my God, what do I wear? I don't look good in this. And I'm about to see all these people that I may not have seen for a while. Or I don't know about you, but I just feel a little bit out of practice socially. And as we're getting back into it, like I'm about to spend three weeks in Spain, the first week hosting a self-love retreat, and then the next two weeks just traveling with my fiance. And not going to lie, I'm a little bit like rusty when it comes to extended traveling. And I feel like I used to do it quite often before the pandemic, but now it just feels really unnerving to be away from home for so long and to be living out of a suitcase and packing and figuring out what to wear and all of that. And I'd be lying if I said that I didn't bring up some body image concerns for me, especially as I'm figuring out what to wear in the warmer months, you know, summer shorts and dresses and swimsuits and all of that I feel like can just be a lot. So before I dive into this summer body pep talk, I want to mention that as you're listening to this, I'm actually at my self-love retreat and I have been thinking a lot about how I'm going to move forward with retreats in like a sustainable way and if I'm going to be doing another retreat this year or in the near future. And the answer to that, after months of thinking about it, the answer is yes. I will be doing another retreat in 2022. It's going to be at the end of this year, in the beginning of December. I'll tell you that much. It's a location that I've been at before that I'm absolutely in love with, and I just feel it creates one of the most extraordinary retreat experiences. So if you've been following at Retreats by Mary on Instagram, or you know that I host retreats, but you haven't been on one yet and you want to go, then I highly encourage you to sign up for the retreat priority list. If you go to maryscupoftea.com slash retreats and you scroll down just a smidge, you'll see a box to put in your name and email. And that's just going to let me and my team know that you're really interested in a retreat. And when I announce the next location and the retreat and when sign up is open and everything, then you will be the first to know via email. The last two retreats filled up within one week and it was all from this priority list because 
Again, post-pandemic, things are kind of crazy. A lot of people want to travel. A lot of people want a retreat experience. And to have that warm, welcoming, self-loving environment with a bunch of like-minded women and to be in nature and all the activities that come with going on a self-love retreat. So if you're interested, again, go to maryscapati.com slash retreats and put your name on that priority list. So let's dive in to some reminders for your summer body. And what I mean by that is whatever body you're in right now is your summer body. You do not need to change. You are good exactly the way you are right now. There is no diet that's going to fix body image struggles. There's no amount of weight loss that's going to make you feel more confident over the long term. So yes, there might be a moment or a thought that makes you feel like being in a smaller body will help you feel more happy and confident and accepted and loved. But I think we all know the feeling of losing weight or changing your appearance in some way, and it still not being good enough and you're just kind of never satisfied. That just goes to show that self-acceptance is key. And when it comes to thinking about your summer body, especially if you're struggling with lingering body image thoughts and working through those, I believe that there's this fine balance between comfort and challenge. Here's what I mean by that. When you're working through body image struggles, you want to find this sweet spot between wearing things and showing up in spaces where you feel comfortable in your body. So for example, when I was in the depths of my healing, I loved flowy dresses and maxi skirts and just like flowy clothes in general because that's what made me feel comfortable. And I think that's really important, especially at the beginning. You really do want to try to take the focus away from your body. And I feel like tight clothes or things that you just feel so insecure in, like sometimes it's just really not worth the mental battle because the last thing you want is to wear something where you feel so insecure that you can't even be in the present moment, right? You don't want to be body checking all the time or thinking if your stomach sticks out or feeling like your clothes are just suffocating you. I feel like that's just not the energy that I'm about. And I vote comfort over everything. However, there is this sweet spot between comfort and challenge because the only way that we're eventually going to move through some of these negative body image thoughts is by challenging ourselves to wear things that are maybe a little bit more revealing or form-fitting or things you might not have worn in a while like shorts and crop tops and bikinis. Like There has to be this kind of I don't know if balance is the right word, but almost this dance there, just like a dance between, okay, what's going to make me feel the most comfortable and the least attention requiring? Like you don't want to wear something that you're just fixated on, right? And what's also going to challenge me to work through those body image thoughts? A couple episodes ago, I recorded a short solo episode called 
Learning the Difference. And I highly recommend you listen to it. It's only like 10, 20 minutes. But basically, I talk about that so much in life and so much in in healing and recovery from like diet culture and learning body acceptance is about learning the difference. And I think this is one prime example of learning the difference between what am I going to feel comfortable and confident in and what's going to make me feel just free to be me and What's also going to challenge me? Is there an opportunity here to push myself a little bit, to overcome these negative thoughts, feel that fear, but go for it anyways, so that you can prove to yourself that wearing a bikini is not scary, that showing up in your body exactly as it is in the summer, shorts and crop tops and all, is actually quite liberating. Where is that fine line? Hey, myself lovers, before we go on with today's podcast episode, I want to make sure that you are giving yourself the gift of self-love. The Gift of Self-Love is a book I wrote to help you build confidence, recognize your worth, and learn to finally love yourself. And it's available in stores and online worldwide. So go pick it up if you don't have it already. And if you do have it, little reminder to make sure that you are reading it and doing that work in the workbook. I poured my heart and soul into this book, compiling everything I teach at my retreats and everything we talk about on the podcast and putting it into this heartfelt, relatable, and actionable workbook for you. The cool thing is this book is a combination of me sharing everything that's helped me on my self-love journey. And it's also a workbook. So you can actually write in it and put the tools into practice right away. So it's a very integrative experience, similar to what it would be like if you came to a retreat and we were doing a workshop in person. These exercises are all in one place for you. There are quizzes, journal prompts, self-reflection exercises, self-love challenges, all of which will help you with body acceptance, mindset and self-talk, confidence and self-worth. So if you haven't gotten it yet, you can get it today by going to maryscupoftea.com slash book. You can also search for it on Amazon or at your favorite bookstore. And please take a second to check out all the amazing reviews. At this point, the book has reached thousands of people all around the world. And these reviews are so, so special to me. They literally make me cry when I read them. And I hope that this book has the same profound impact on you. So go to maryscupoftea.com slash book and give yourself the gift of self-love. And this is why lately I've just been so interested in styling, and this is so hard for me to explain succinctly, but I think that, again, talk about learning the difference. There's some aspects of fashion that I feel like are just so objectifying and appearance-focused and just so not my vibe. And I feel like a lot of fashion obviously focuses on like very thin conventionally attractive straight-sized bodies. And every time I look on Pinterest, I'm like, I would never fit in that. This is cute, but I would never wear this. You know, so I feel like there's that part of fashion. But the reason why I've liked styling in particular, and I found my select few people to follow. One of them is Ukrainian, so I wish I could recommend her, but most of you probably wouldn't understand her because she speaks Russian in her videos. But there's a couple people on TikTok that I've also found and Instagram who, first of all, are more representative of my body. So that's very helpful. And the art of styling, 
like the actual art of styling. I'm not talking about fashion bloggers who wrap a scarf around their small boobs and call it fashion. I love it. I think it's such a cute look. Please don't get me wrong. But I look at that and I'm like, my tits would fall out. I could never pull this off. And I feel like I would just feel not insecure, but just like unsecure. Like I feel like everything would be like falling out and it would just not make me feel comfortable and let alone cute, you know? So when it comes to styling and the reason why lately I've just been so interested in is I feel like it it just helps you learn that difference. It helps you learn that balance between like, okay, like this is form fitting and I'm going to balance it with some like flowy pants and I'm going to put this like little jacket over it or some accessories or whatever. Like I feel like it's just like liberating to find your groove when it comes to things to wear and things to wear in the winter. But even in the summer, I feel like it's even more necessary because you need to know your vibe. You need to know the exact clothes that you feel your best self in. Like, I recently found out that I love square neck tops. Anytime I put on a square neck top, I feel some type of way. I feel like it's just so sexy and so me. And I never even knew square neck tops were a thing. I never knew to look for them. I never knew that they just, I feel like they just work with the shape that I'm in, you know? These kinds of things I think can be very helpful in, again, finding that balance between comfort and challenge. And I think what bridges that gap when it comes to clothing in particular and dressing, not for your body size, but for your whole vibe, for your personality, just being able to show up in a way that you are comfortable and you're confident because you're comfortable and you're wearing something that is challenging those body image thoughts, right? Maybe you're experimenting with a loud print or a bright color instead of reducing yourself to just big black clothing that hides you. So many of us do that when we're struggling with body image, but when we let ourselves experiment with clothes and when we try new things and when we just wear the thing and realize that nobody fucking cares, (laughs) it's so empowering because the next time you're like, oh, nobody cared last time, so nobody's probably going to care this time. Remember that nobody is looking at you the way you think they are. And if they are, then they're only comparing themselves to you. Whether that's positively or negatively, everybody who might be judging you is only judging themselves using you as a mirror. And it has nothing to do with you. Whatever they think, or God forbid, say, if somebody makes a comment, it is all a projection of their own body insecurities and self-judgments. And they're probably an asshole or just struggling with their own shit like so many of us are. There's a book that I recommend time and time again. I've talked about it so much on this podcast. I'm actually making the retreat girls who are coming to the Spain retreat. It's like required reading for our retreat. And the book is called The Four Agreements. It's kind of like four rules for life. Two of the agreements that I feel like go hand in hand are don't make assumptions and don't take anything personally. And I remind myself of that time and time and time again. When you feel like somebody's looking at you weird or when you feel like they're judging you or you feel like, I don't know, you you just have this feeling like 
like people are scrutinizing you, it's only because you're scrutinizing yourself. And everybody else is so obsessed with their own life and their own experience and their own mental chatter that even if you come across their mind, it is only because you are coming across their mind in relation to them, right? It's all about them. We're all just like these little narcissists for the most part. And this book just really opens your eyes to that, that We don't have to live our life based on what we assume that somebody might or might not be thinking. I mean, if you think about it that way, it's actually kind of silly to spend any mental energy or emotional real estate on that. So let's just toss that in the trash, especially for this summer. We're not going to care what people think about us. We're going to recognize that if they are thinking or saying something, then they're really struggling or they're just a fucking dick and we're not claiming that energy. It doesn't matter what other people think. Here, I'm going to take this one step further. It doesn't even matter what you think. (laughs) Your mind lies to you sometimes. You don't have to believe everything you think. And chances are the things that you are thinking, it's not actually you thinking that about you. It's you thinking that other people might be thinking that. And it's just like super convoluted and unnecessary. And I hope I'm presenting it to you in like this facetious, ridiculous way, just so you can catch yourself and also not take yourself too seriously, but more so be like, oh, that was a silly thought. I'm going to throw that out, (laughs) put that in the trash. I'm not going to claim that energy because the faster that you move through these thoughts, and it really is a practice. And over time, it actually becomes a fairly quick practice because I don't want you to be lingering on it or ruminating over it. I feel like, and I'm no mental health professional, so this is for entertainment purposes only, and don't take this as medical advice. I love mental health. I do so much mental health work. I promote taking care of your mental health like no other. And I am so about that. And talk about learning the difference. There is a time and a place to tell yourself, I'm done. Like, I'm just not going to give this any more energy. I'm just fucking done with my own bullshit. And I think body image is the perfect place to do that, to practice self-talk that is gentle and compassionate and giving yourself that loving kick in the ass and knowing when to just like cut yourself off, cut that thought, just let it go, like let it the fuck go because your body is perfect. You are exactly where you need to be. Nobody cares what you look like. You care more than anybody, but you don't have to. You can practice not caring. You can practice reaffirming that your body is not that interesting, that what you look like is just a fun bonus to compliment who you are. It's just for fun. You can decorate your body. You can dress it. You can experiment. You can take it places. You can travel with it. You can befriend it and love up on it and masturbate and enjoy it. And your body is not all that matters. In fact, it doesn't even matter that much. It only matters that you are connected to it and that you accept it and hopefully that you love it. Your job is not to look a certain way in a bikini or to impress people with your body or to look quote-unquote attractive or sexy, to 
people that you don't even know or don't even care about. And if you do know them and you do care about them, then they shouldn't care about what you look like because if they do, then they don't deserve to be cared about by you. Your only job is to exist and hopefully have fun and adventure and make memories and swim in pools and lakes and oceans and travel and explore, whether it's abroad or just in your backyard, and have bonfires with your friends and maybe get like a Polaroid camera or a disposable camera. That's what I'm getting for my Spain trip to remind myself that I only get one shot and one opportunity to live my life and make the most of it and make this the summer that goes beyond your body. I love you so much. I believe in you. You can do this. You're going to have the best fucking summer of your life. And guess what? It's not going to depend on what you look like. It's only going to depend on what you tell yourself, what your mind thinks, what you let your mind think. Because self-talk is powerful and you have the power to reframe your thoughts and to change the way you think, see, and feel about yourself by harnessing this self-talk that we practiced here today. I hope this helped, and if it did, maybe send this episode to a friend and see if it'll help them too. I'm proud of you, I believe in you, you got this, and I love you. Hey, self-lovers. One last little thing before we farewell. If you've been enjoying the Mary's Cup of Tea podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave a a review. I was going to cut that out, but we'll just keep it in there. If you could leave a review on Apple or rate the show on Spotify, your feedback helps the podcast grow. And as someone whose love language is words of affirmation, your kind words mean the world to me. Just search the show on Apple, scroll all the way down where you'll see a place to leave a review. And if you're listening on Spotify, on the show's homepage, you'll see a little star. And if you click on that, there'll be a pop-up box where you can send in your rating. Thank you so much for helping me spread the gift of self-love. And speaking of the gift of self-love, that is the title of my book. You can pick it up at any bookstore, including Amazon, Target, Barnes & Noble, small indie bookstores. All those links can be found at maryscupoftea.com slash book. Thank you all so much for learning and growing and continuing to be on this self-love journey. It's truly an honor to be here with you. I love you and I will talk to you next time. And please, please don't forget to leave a review. (laughs) Bye.